Check I'm recording too. Are in place. It's recording. It is recording. Y'all gonna have to chop this down. I'm sorry. I'm not. Sorry. I don't know. That's the problem. I'd rather be right, safe than sorry. Yeah. Yep. Always. I'd rather have too much than too little. My granddad uh, grew up with me say, saying, uh, "An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure." So there you go. Can you grab me a Pepsi? Can I grab you a Pepsi? I yes. a- Can you grab me a Pepsi? I got you. <laughs> testing, testing, one, two. Testing, testing, one, two. Test, test, A, B, C. You and your mom and your sister and your car. And uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. And I was singing friend. the paddock. I was singing the paddock. Like, he was singing the paddock of the bell version. Okay. Okay. I'll probably get some. W X Y and Z. I think it from beginning to end. Oh yes, I did. So you know what Miss Fat is gonna do? She's gonna do it again. Sharon, are you recording? Yes, ma'am. I've been recording this entire time. Uh, it worked. Hell yeah. <laughs> Off to my corner. Woo. Woo, corner. And, and five. We're live in five. What iCarly episode is Four. <laughs> three. <laughs> two. One. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Blurred Survival Guide. Doing this again. Hey, it's another week, another Ooh, another cool. fabulous recording with our fabulous guest who's returned, Miss Sharon Cox. Sharon, What's up, Sharon? How, how are you? How are you? I am doing much better. Um, I was sick this past week, but I am getting better and yes. incorporating into the world tomorrow. Did you have that Omarion variant? Um, I don't know what variant I had, but I had a variant. <laughs> oh, so there you go. It was one of them. Yeah, it was one of them. Yeah. But we're happy to it's crazy how you tried to get away from this for three years and you're like really good and you don't get it. And then boom, out of the blue, yeah, you get it. And bullshit. yeah, that's the bullshit. And I think the other day we were talking and you said that it, there's like so much shame even associated with it. because you're. Just- yeah, oh, no. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as I'm getting better, my husband is feeling bad. So I'm like, and he's a nurse. So like he's in charge of people with um ms oh, no. and so like oh, wow. in my mind it's like somehow i feel like it's i know it's not my fault you do everything right. that you can to not get it and then in one little moment you get it um so i know it's not my fault but it just feels so much remorse because now i infected him and he says it's gonna have to go into quarantine and now we have to be careful i don't get it again right. and his patients you know like we're, we're we're worried about so many people around us more than just us but uh, yeah, the guilt, the guilt that comes with it is I mean, it's that, sure. that bullshit because like we're in a state that's like, what is it like in the lowest of vaccination rates? Like that's the, that's the, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you can't even do anything to really try to avoid it except for like the minimal things. And that's, and they say that's barely working now. And I'm, I'm vaccinated and boosted and somehow I still got it. Um, symptoms were not as bad. Um, and that is literally what the vaccine will do, people. It will save your lives. So think it. Um, so I definitely feel um, blessed that I didn't get, you know, as bad as some other people have. So, um, but yeah, I, I think I might have had that um, Omerion, whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> whatever his name is. Because um, I did not lose my taste or my smell. So that was good. That's good. Well, thank God yeah. for the... Uh, the- 
the boosters so and yeah. Here to talk to us today. Yeah, I'm happy to, bring to you talk about today. Bruno. Yes, yeah. we are finally talking about Bruno. That's what we've been. Last week we discussed the uh, the real life in Kanto with your family and the impact. impact on it on it had that it had with you and everyone else who watched it. And now we're gonna actually get into the movie, the nitty gritty, and uh, get get in, get under the surface pressure as uh, Luis would want to do. It. Yeah, so let's let's, let's get go. Into let's it. go scene by scene. How about that? Oh, I like it. I like it. it. Yeah. I like from it. the get go, from the top, we got the family magic of guys. Let's let's go from there. I mean, like they came in hot with the with the bop, bro. Like, oh yeah. I mean, and I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. The first time I li- I watched Encanto, I wasn't sold. I was not sold. But like the more and more I have watched this movie, it just like that first song. It just gets you ready for the entire. What were you not sold on? I'll be. I have. I'm gonna. I'm I'm simply asking the question. I don't want to get canceled, so I'm just gonna tell you that I was not <laughs> right. Sold that I was just not sold. Here, but now I love it. <laughs> For me, it, it boils down to like immediate the immediate recognition of a Lin Manuel Miranda song. Okay, so it kind of put you out of it for a second. I get that. I'm gonna. He writes great music. It's like not yeah. an appreciation of that. Mm-hmm. It's you know just like okay, here we go. It is like. Being it's, familiarized yeah. with like his, his with Lynn and yeah exactly yeah, I mean, yeah. we're we're gonna he blows and, and I and I'm and I'm with you on that I think when the first when the when it was first announced I had a little bit of hesitation because I was like is this gonna be another Hamilton is it gonna be all rap is he not going to you know like taking consideration Colombian sounds and um the moment I heard that accordion and the moment I heard the drums and the moment I started hearing all those Colombian flavors coming through that first song that did have a little bit of a um, I won't call it rap, but it was a little bit more of a spoken word. Like, uh-huh. um, yeah. Yeah. And sure. so it was it was actually very entertaining. Uh, it introduces you to the family in a fun way, but it also introduces you to people in town. Um, you see all the people, how they work, how they um, what is the word? Um, is a word that I'm thinking in Spanish, but how they how they interact with yeah, everybody in the Madrigal family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the, dynamics. the little kid with the co- that I am dynamics. Yes, mm-hmm. the little kid with the coffee that was absolutely me, like I mentioned before. <laughs> we love him. Um, completely hyper. Just tell us what everybody else can do. Um, <laughs> and that's like this, <laughs> You see through this whole song how she's trying to avoid to tell them. I'm sorry. But I'm just, you know, I'm I'm the house the housekeeper here. I don't. I just <laughs> basically, and that's how and that's low key how Bola was treating her for like a, a good little minute of the movie. It's like, yeah, you just make until sure. she decided her work wasn't good enough. Yeah, it's just like, yeah make <laughs> her sure. candles and that like cut out paper. Yeah, but I mean that that kind of leads into the into getting into the story about like Antonio's uh his magical door day and that whole mm-hmm. celebration. We're going to see the dynamic between Antonio and uh, and Marisol, not Marisol, Maribel. Maribel, Maribel. Yeah, I don't know why I said that, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we did. Isn't Marisol a character in in the Heights? I think you're just good in all these. Marisol, like, yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, yeah. Maris- Marisol, yeah, uh, yeah. Look, it's this the the effect of Lin Manuel Miranda. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> He's just everywhere. But um, but no. But no guess- yeah, you you see that dynamic, but you also see Maribel struggle in her in her reliving that trauma, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When she has to walk the same steps she walked yeah. a couple of years ago, and nothing happened. But like you see that like that strong dynamic between Antonio and Maribel with uh, mm-hmm. like literally the one sentence that he said, it was just like, "I need I you." I need you. And oh. Like, oh gosh, Baby. that broke my heart. 
right like hold my hand i'll take you there <laughs> i'll take you up the stairs i don't even have a power <laughs> please <laughs> but no that whole that whole scene was just like you see the whole trauma of of like you said of maribel going through re that re-traumatization of mm-hmm. her getting not being able to get a door because I, I did see a theory that what accidentally what she did was like she rubbed the magic hands. I off saw her uh yeah from because she had touched the candle and she was the only one who wiped her hands on her dress and then once she touched the well the only one we see the only one we see i saw that she might, just have, she might just have clammy hands let's just, let's just <laughs> call it what it is. she was nervous she's the only one yeah she's the only one we saw wiping her hands i don't think that the candle has some sort of like tinkerbell power or i blame powder the glasses well, I mean, she's like <laughs> the third of all don't blame the glasses like and they both all, and they both got like well and her cousin yeah. and dolores right and dolores like she's the last one like before antonio who like i guess comes maybe 10 about 10 years later, yeah 10 years later, 10 years later. Like, yeah what, what, what yeah they're all about five or six when they get powers well and the guy that gave her the non-special special which yeah. by the way <laughs> i wanted to punch him in the face but he said you know since last um since last ceremony was such a bummer such a last bummer. ceremony being yours, being yours. <laughs> and it's like I'm sorry. Dang, boy. <laughs> for real, for real, like, that's how people talk to each other. Like, they don't hold back. Like, they'll just, like, they'll just be as honest as possible with you. Yeah. They just, like, make sure that, yeah. I mean, that's Latin American culture. I will go ahead and tell you that. That's what I'm There's saying. been several things. Not to go back into what we talked about on the last episode, you know, about, like, culture and how it's relevant. I mean, literally, that's kind of, that's kind of the way that it is. It's like, you give each other's nicknames that in other times or other places might be a little bit, you know, traumatic, um, yeah. but they're, they're honest and uh, to a fault actually. But, um, you know, cause I hated my name, my nickname. Um, and so I, I had a friend in high school whose nickname was El Feo, Feito, the ugly one. And that was literally, <laughs> that was literally his nickname. And he took it and he said, and he said, Hey, my, my name is so-and-so they call me El Feito. And oh I'm like, gosh. okay, cool. You're kind of cute. Why they're calling you the Feito? And then I saw his brothers, and I was like, "Oh, it's not that he was ugly. It's not that he was ugly. It's that his brothers were like models." So he was so, the ugly one of the siblings. Correct. That's it awful. doesn't have to. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that you're the uh, you're ugly. You're just not as pretty. So <laughs> that's rough. You see that, and so you see that honesty in the town as well with Maribel, and and then the strength of Maribel to not like lose it because I've lost it several times with several things in my family have said like, oh, you should start losing weight. Oh, you're looking a little round around the edges, baby. And I lost it. I remember losing it to my mom. I was like, I'm trying to do everything that I can to look right. right. Um, so, <laughs> but it is that's that just that's just should just be letting you have it too, and like correct. And, and that's kind of like another theme within the movie, right? Yeah. Like, the, the whole generational time, like, differences like the, the the weight and the pressure that abuelita is putting on her entire family like the entire yeah. family from like julieta her children to her grandchildren to peppa and, and and then like and then you get to the point where it's uh a- a- antonio's turn right and she's just like you're gonna get a gift that's as special as you yeah. are. You're gonna be responsible for the entire town because you're getting this you're gift. You're getting a gigantic bedroom at five, which, by the way, you have a whole Amazon jungle in your right. bedroom. I'm saying if you don't raise these children right, they're gonna be entitled. <laughs> which is a little bit of what you. I mean, that's Isabella that, yeah, because exactly. she was the favorite. She exactly. was entitled. It was like I'm the prettiest. I'm the greatest. I am the perfect one. You even see her girl. You even see her struggle. <laughs> True, but like, but. I feel like her struggle wasn't as bad as like it's, diff- it's different. <laughs> it's a different struggle. 
we'll we'll get to her. We'll get to her. <laughs> but no, I love I love the um the references that they do. You know, they they don't only reference other Disney movies or any kind of like cultural stuff, but they also reference uh, Doctor Who. Uh, mm-hmm. And when when the little girl, when one of the little three kids that were at the beginning goes in the room and she goes, it's bigger inside. <laughs> it's literally what everybody says every time they go into the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> so I, I really like that. I really, really like that. Um, but I, I love how now he has to literally uh, look out for every single animal in the jungle. I don't know where that tiger came from. Um, but if a tiger is running at me, I'm closing the door. <laughs> I would say the fact that everybody was just happy about this jaguar literally just running through. I'm like, no one, oh, no one questioned the fact that this jaguar was coming to like, yeah, toward this like, very unbothered, small child. Small child. Unbothered. <laughs> he can talk to it. It's fine. Uh huh. I understand you. They saw him. They saw him talk to the to the parakeet. Uh huh. I can understand you. He could understand him. You can talk to this one bird. No, no, you gotta say you gotta say it with that weird accent that they gave him. <laughs> Yeah, there was there was no distinction of of it just kind of remind me of like a of a Nick Jr. voice that you could just apply to any child. Any ethnic child on Nick Nick Jr. Jr. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Fun fact though, uh, one of our favorite uh one of my favorite actors does the voice of the two can. Uh, Alan. Oh yeah, what's his name? He does only he white does man in the cameos. movie. Literally the only, only white, white guy in the movie. movie. Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Yeah, yes. he played Hey Hey and Moana. So Basically, every animal you can think of in most recent Disney films. He was the Duke of uh, Weaselton and um, Frozen. Frozen, but also Duke Weaselton in Zootopia. Like those two were the same. I forgot that there's Duke Weasel in there. Yeah, if you remember, don't I watched it today. Like he played Pirate Steve in Dodgeball. <laughs> what, what a reference! Uh, what a reference! All right, all right. We, I think we've we've derailed a little bit. <laughs> we went to Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but like his his character. I mean, he he got a he's. Valid. He's he's like the Disney Lucky Charm, just like John Rassenberger is like the the Pixar Lucky Pixar Charm. charm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll hear him in every movie. You may not know who it is, but you you'll hear him. It's one hundred percent the voice of yeah of an animal. Of an, yeah. yeah, but I mean that like I mean all of that kind of goes into we finally see the house starting to crack after mm-hmm. the whole party with the whole fiesta with uh, Antonio's new room, and then you see Maribel is seeing the house crack for the first time. Which I didn't realize, I didn't really put it together, and Sharon, you brought it up earlier, was the the house cutting her. And yes, then, let, me, let me give you that yes, theory. So, yes, I love this I theory. think that even though she had a connection with the house, it wasn't until she was actually harmed or cut or had some, a closer connection, right? Mm-hmm. That she was able to see the house breaking the house not actually didn't start breaking until later but it's like it's like the house i don't know like a blood pack i guess i don't know but it's, it's just it's, one of the things where it's like when she got correct and now she's able to see what might happen to the house open that but it wasn't eye. because of her power but it was because of her connection to the house so, because there was no cracks and it cracked right. in the same way that it ended up cracking later on right so True. therefore it could have been the house given a vision in a way to Mary Bell of this is good. This is what's going to happen. I wonder, I, I just had you just spark something with inspiration. Abuela clearly knew that there was something wrong with the house and that, that their like powers were fading. Yeah. Right. 
what if she had or what if she had had seen the vision of the house cracking too and she was just like scared by the fact that Mirabelle could see them and she was like well i feel like she would have she would have treated it differently if she had seen that i think that because her power is diminishing she was not able to see or speak to the house as well as Mirabelle mm -hmm. is able to speak with the house because something, go ahead no something i noticed when we were watching it for the what fifth sixth time today <laughs> whatever uncountable number um oh god i just lost my train of thought well sharon what were you gonna say oh what i was gonna say is the parallels with like you know stories of a, a leader stepping down and new one coming in like an american horror story when you have the you know the coven witches mm. where yeah. when mm. the superior yeah. when when the when the new supreme is coming up not superior Rises. supreme yeah. is coming up the other one's powers diminish so maybe abuela's uh, maybe and just take this for you know for what it's worth maybe abuela's idea of the house losing the power wasn't the house it was her losing the power because mm. Maribel had come to age. So it's not, oh, the house is losing its power. It's I'm losing my power. Therefore, I won't be able to. Like, I'm losing my power, my connection to the house the without knowing, without seeing. The then micromanage everybody, mm. like take her control or her power where she could. Like, you know, like, you know. She Correct. But also not knowing where it's going. Also not knowing that Maribel, not seeing past Maribel and seeing, oh, well, she didn't get a power, therefore she might be my predecessor. But um, that that struggle with power, that, that yeah. I mean, that could be that could be added. That, I mean, that abuela was movie, just yeah. feeling the candle diminishing. Yeah, I mean, no, that like Jay said, that is a big part of the movie. And I mean, that also go, goes into like Maribel trying to figure out why the house is cracking, and then we finally get answers with one of our favorite songs, "Surface Pressure," and like you see, like. Luisa is one of the first people to actually see the house cracking and she's actually losing the power because she's starting to feel weak, and like physically feel feeling weak. And I'm like, I twitch. the eye twitch was, was going in. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, like we said last week on, uh, on last week's episode, like her, her whole song, that was a bop and a bop and a half. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she has the reggaeton. Uh, no, no other Disney character has ever had a reggaeton. Uh, this is this is the you know the dawn of of Disney. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it but this might be a dawn of a new age of of Disney. With, correct. With music. Yeah, because you're creating these characters that we as millennials can can connect with. You know, Truly. like I don't connect with like Snow White with the. <laughs> Like that doesn't like connect with me, but no. like if you have this drip, 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 they don't want it, don't. Right, right, like right, that, right. that kind of gives me a little bit of like identity. If you, if, if well, when your backup you know. dancers are donkeys, I mean, <laughs> the donkeys have a fan base. Yeah. No, they don't. Yes, they do. TikTok now, there are videos, <laughs> they're just clips of the donkeys dancing in that little slow. They're my yeah, favorite. They're they're my favorite. That, that body roll, like those body <laughs> rolls, they do, like, yeah, with the shoulders. <laughs> if you notice, all of the um in the Coliseum, the people in the bleachers are actually all donkeys. No. When the camera pans out. That. There are all donkeys in the Coliseum. Now I got to rewatch it for a 10th time. All right. We're going to be fighting donkeys throughout the whole thing. And I mean, like, I mean, her song, her song really does resonate with millennials. And like, when I was listening yeah. to it the last time, I was just like, like, li like actually listening to it. I'm like, dear Lord, like, I, I feel it in my, like in my family personally, because I, I, between my immediate family, it's literally my mom, my sister, and myself. And me being the, the big guy that I am, I actually do feel like I had to like carry that family and, 
be the be the the rock for them when in times of need and stuff like that. So it's just like, ooh, yeah. I'm this yeah. this is hitting home. This, that's probably why it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it resonates, right? Like especially yeah. like with the bird. Like if you've ever felt that burden of, of mm-hmm. being the emotional and like literal physical strength of your family. Yup. I mean, it, it it hits home in that way. I um. People, you know, what pissed me off is a lot of people have been like talking about how, you know, like people will be like, it's too Latino or it's too Hispanic. And then like they'll talk about how a lot of Lin-Manuel Miranda's music sounds the same. And like, that's like a bad thing, you know? Why is it a bad thing? (laughs) It's a music signature. Like, you know, like when you see all the different composers, they're going to have that. That all the hip hop music sounds the same, but the second that you know you get this Latino breaking into the mainstream again and like making whole soundtracks mm-hmm. that are freaking lit, and as well as like you know inspirational. Yep. Why is it bad that you recognize a style? Exactly. Like it just exactly. because it exactly. is. Because it's not what. It's not pop. It's and not. Here's the thing. And here's the thing. When you listen to when you listen to other Disney music like Alan Minkin or stuff like that, you can recognize music signatures throughout different movies. You can mm-hmm. say, oh, right. Alan Minkin did this music or Andrew Lloyd Webber did this music right. like you're able to. Sorry, my theater kid just came out. <laughs> um, but but you can Love see the musical signatures. <laughs> You can hear the musical signatures, and what would that be different different with Lin Manuel, who does, you know, he has a rap and and Afro Latino sounds, and he yep. and he wants to instill that into his musical signature. No, so I don't think it's a problem, um, as long as like for me, it was not not putting in the like. Colombian instruments, right? And he did that. He did his homework. He put in the music that was representative. That was the only thing that I was worried with, but he did it. So like, it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, like your music signature can be there as long as you give us a a, a visual or an audio on a map of where we are. Right. And and, I mean, it truly like, it, it, it truly shows that like he's, He's an artist in his craft because I mean mm-hmm. Lemuel as yeah. like e- not even just in Encanto like just getting off of Encanto just for a second in Moana he did his research for that and like the the soundtrack yeah. for that it's it sounds distinctly different than it does in Encanto exactly. than it does right. in Hamilton than it does in in the Heights right. and I mean you can say the same for like you don't or Vivo and I mean all, all those are different like they're similar movies but they're all different even though Lemuel Miranda is the music like supervisor for majority of those movies you also have like. Um, you don't hear anybody complaining about Phil Collins and he went hard on Tarzan <laughs> and brother bear and brother bear and like, brother bear. Yeah. Sorry. And it was the same music. Thank it was, you. it was, and it was beautiful. And we ate it up. We ate it all up. And like, but because you was a white man. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, ding with a trolley. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like I said, like his Lynn, literally he put his foot into this, into everything he does and i'm i'm excited mm-hmm. to see what he does with little mermaid and he's working with alan Menken in that and so oh listen yeah. i want a little a little like breakdown on under the yeah. sea there is no rap breakdown yeah. in under the sea yeah ah, it has to be in it um but anyhow um we actually then after that see um uh her going into bruno's room what do you guys think about his room it was pretty uh I'm pretty certain Bruno has thighs like a god because that man had to walk up to the stairs. That's why he wanted to live in the walls. He's like, I'm not moving I'm anywhere. Not up the stairs no more. I'm, I'm not, not walking up the stairs no more. Nah. Listen, some of my favorite TikToks are of people 
like voicing over Mirabella when she's going up the steps and they actually in one of them got her like somebody singing and of course it's not Shakira but they did Shakira she wolf <laughs> she has a, a she wolf in the closet and then it goes into the next one it's like I got the number and every single like see, it's hilarious y'all but like imagine him being six yeah, imagine him being six years old and having to go up those steps. No. Well, you got to have the energy when you got six. When you're six years old, you got that energy. You're like, oh, snap. Ew. Yeah, but still, all them stairs, like, it's like you walking up the Eiffel rails. Tower every day to go to bed. Big facts. Like, so here's a question wait, 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 for you. Hold up. Here's a question for you. Yeah. So the she takes however long she takes to get to the tower the actual tower mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. she gets in there she sees the pieces the tower starts collapsing was the tower going to collapse regardless of whether she went in there or not i don't think so i think it's because she started interacting with the pieces because she got the vision yeah and she was like actually linking the vision up together so when you, every time you see her like put a piece together that's when like you saw stands mm. falling cracks were hidden in the wall so is the house like waiting for her to find the vision i think that's what it was. no because the casita can't room remember oh that's right they, they can't yeah. enter they can't go into that room yeah because he didn't go like, into I, any I, room I, I can't, there. I, 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 can't I can't touch it vision to be to start like i think it starts with putting it together the vision the the vision being put together was initially that first domino of the house actually starting to break down yeah yeah. <laughs> also also remember that room has not been inhabited and full of sand for the past right. 10 years so it could have it could have been that it would have it would have um, caved in. But also remember, like this building that stayed, you know, um, about to fall apart for so long. And the moment some kid goes in it and then they step on it, it sure. starts crumbling because, you know, it's, it's weak. So it could have been right. that it could have been right. that her messing with it and moving things around, move sand around, which ended up moving sand from the top. Yeah. So yeah. then then cause that that effect. Um, yep. But Literally. but yeah, no, I mean, that room hasn't been inhabited for 10 years or nine years. So it's just one of those things where where you can see the the absence of bruno because otherwise i mean i don't think the room would have looked like that if bruno was living in it um it would have not been covered of sand from a escapist point of view if you really just needed to get away from your family it's a dope room Mm -hmm. (laughs) you just like you really wanted to get away from everything and anybody yeah they don't want to walk up them stairs you know well no first you like i'm pretty sure they don't even know what's past that sand waterfall that like when you first enter the room it's like you see that sand waterfall and like Bruno can just like walk through and be completely like, fine. Oh, no. Like everybody was eager to go in Antonio's room for the party afterward. Like everyone got to Bruno's room and they were very. Uh, <laughs> we'll stay down here. We'll stay down here. <laughs> but now, also remember this: the doors flicker and the lights go out when their powers are off. Right. When there are some more powers, why is Bruno's door not lit? He's still in the house. He's not so, using his power. Yeah, he hadn't been using his power. Cause like he he hadn't used could it. Been, I mean, could have been that though. But uh, it's like I don't I don't think that like if Louisa wasn't lifting something and she just happened to be walking around, the door is not off though. So it's just one. I, I don't know. I'm a, uh, I'm gonna uh, Star Wars this. I was gonna chalk it up to a plot hole. That's a, I'm yeah. gonna Star Wars this and say that Bruno has cut himself off to the power to the Force. Kind Probably. Of, kind of deal. Yeah. Kind of like you know Luke had, and you know. Or the house was in on thing, him being like a out. mental thing. 
Yeah, yeah. Like a mental thing. Like, yeah, you know, it's like an actual like mental cutoff. I I don't want to use it. It's almost like I'm a cut off. Definitely something like, cut off in his mind. Like, he had this, <laughs> yep. uh, his yep. pro, like Spider Man too. Like Tobey yeah, Maguire Spider Man. Yeah, he, he had his uh his uh his crisis. He was like, yeah, I'm not going to use my spider powers anymore, and that actually yeah. became like an an issue for him. So well, that's how I'm going to apply. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, we're going to say that next. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> next, but, I mean, moving on. That also leads us. I mean, we're we're talking about Bruno. Let's go ahead and get into the song about we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. I mean, you know how like artists release singles before they release the whole album. Yeah, I feel like they should have released. We don't talk about Bruno and Surface Pressure should have been the two releases before they did the whole album. That's a fact. That's a that's a but like. I know, I know. I keep calling Peppa messy, but let's talk about how messy Peppa is because she brought in a drop of a hat. She wanted to talk about what she was not supposed to talk about. Right. She said, "But it was my wedding day." Exactly. Like she was like, "We're not gonna talk about it. We're not gonna talk about it." Rain cloud over and everything. All of a sudden, we don't talk about Bruno. No. no. It was my wedding. She it was like, like, hold on. She knew that her husband was about to talk about it. And she was like, no. It's this is my it's moment. Not, it was my wedding day. day. And we don't tell the story. It's my story. <laughs> I have a word for that. La toxica. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I did notice thanks to TikTok that I hadn't before was if you watch the song, Felix is dancing. It's oh, Felix is, yeah, Felix has got the moves. That During that whole like, song. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. It's, just, it's also very dad moves, though. But like, Absolutely. He's, he's smooth with it. Yeah. He's smooth with it, though. He is smooth. He's smooth he's with it, though. Rhythm. It's just But funny. we also see... We also... <laughs> the barbecue. We also <laughs> see the... Um, the the difference between him and Peppa and how they... How they... Um, uh, help each other out, I guess. Or mm, how... The op- opposite track all thing. Uh, yeah, correct. Because even though it was a bad day or whatever... Um, he always says, you know, what um, on the song, um, we don't talk about what, but anyway, what, a, what was the word that he says? Joyous day, but joyous anyway. what a joyous day, but anyway, we don't talk about Bruno. So, like, he didn't care that it was raining, he didn't care because, in a way, he kind of thought this is not really his fault. This is, you know, like, my, my wife is a little. <laughs> <laughs> little moody you know, I, I um, had a good time i don't know about y'all but yeah correct like yeah sure i dance in the rain i don't care um, we, go through that, we go through his optimism you can see his optimism in comparison to peppa's pessimism i guess yeah. would be the, would be the, the dichotomy there but i mean that but, also um, leads to like uh like the the husbands that are like out from the outside looking in the, the both husbands like felix and so uh, great Fully supported yeah. Agustin, mm-hmm. Agustin the yeah. whole time, bro. Like holding her down, like making sure that she's not feeling the pressure because she they're they like they see themselves in her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like that, I mean, Felix, I mean, all of them, they love their kids. They love their kids more than they love Abuela. And it, yeah. yeah. I mean, even though like we're part of this family now, I'm like, I'm gonna take care of my kids first before anything. I don't care yeah. about your rules or nothing, Abuela. We ain't gonna be doing that. That's my daughter. Yeah. Nah, but I love Agustine. Oh gosh. I mean, going back to yeah, going back to uh, we don't talk about Bruno. I mean, if you if y'all noticed, I mean, and I've watched it multiple times, and I've seen it on TikTok during Dolores's verse. If you look in the background, you can see I don't know if it's Camilo being Bruno or if it's actually Bruno in the background. He's actually dancing and like going through the background with it. Yes. So like that's one thing that people have been talking about. Yeah, because he's like you see him like in the upper right hand corner toward the end, and he's like yeah. 
<laughs> now that's that's a thing and the reason why people are saying it might be bruno is because in all in all the promotionals when you see the family madrigal and all the mm-hmm. all the posters you can find him he's it's actually like the posters bruno? hiding yeah. yeah hiding in places um I, I that that's a good idea, you know, that he's coming out or whatever and like sneaking in and sneaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be Camilo that's kind of add to it and he comes out like, ah, yeah, seven, with his whole, yeah. But it's it, that idea that you know he he's he miss he lo- he still loves his family, right? Like he's still he's still there to like support his family. Yeah. And like, yeah, but also remember that all of these like dream all of this music scenes are almost like dreamy right so like you know there is really not a titanic on her muscles there's really right. not uh on all the songs or all these different things i think the only that's like a kind of realistic is going to be isabella's song which we'll talk about in a minute but a lot of these songs are more mystical and it's and, and they're based on like rumors about him mm-hmm. so it's just one of those things where it could have just been creatively something that the um that the uh storyboarders put in there Fair. Um, but I mean, it could it could really be anything because it could have been him still kind of oh they're singing about me, but that's a little risky. They're singing about me, and I'm gonna show up and right. I'm gonna like it, it could think been around like imagining him like you know just like, like I said it could it could be Camilo right before because it was right it could before be Camilo because he could be coming around to grab Maribel so like for the, seven for his foot part. frame yeah. yeah correct correct yeah I mean like even that that whole part that's become TikTok famous. I mean you got Camilo literally going back and forth between himself and Bruno's. Bruno's figure, we think they seven like seven foot tall. He's actually like five eight. <laughs> yeah, and I and I think we talked about it. I think it's the it's the fear that Peppa put into her kids. Yep. And you see, and you see the way that the two sisters treat his brother. Uh you see Julieta is more compassionate. So if she's not supposed to talk about something, she won't. But Peppa is more of like, he actually attacked me in quotation marks, right? He actually <laughs> right. came for me. So it's yeah. one of those things where you always have that 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 dynamic between brothers and sisters even in you know in our lives right, is right, that right. if you do something uh, if you do something to me i love you but i'm, I'm gonna, but I'm gonna hold that grudge yeah correct, but also correct. like but the, the whole song i mean you see the whole song is from the the point of view of peppa's side of the family majority yeah. of it with the exception of isabella and her like he told me how because to her vision was perfect of course oh, what are you talking about <laughs> but no but like you have anything bad yeah, but I mean that kind of ties into going back to the like the, the musical theater roots that everyone has in this room, and <laughs> um, it's a great first uh, end of end of act song. Act one, yeah, yeah, and I mean even like the the medley at the end where everyone's singing at the same time and like them setting up the table, it's shot they, it's they, shot like a musical. Like you can, yeah. it's just going down the camera line. Staging, and, yeah, it's like full you can literally see the you can imagine it on Broadway. The table coming in, they're putting the plates, people the dancing, and and, Mar- and they better put this on Broadway. They better put if they don't put it on Broadway, they're dumb. I think they are. I think that's the next step. That's why you have Lynn. Like, why else would it be a Lynn Manuel Miranda movie? Yeah. If it wasn't going to turn into a Lynn Manuel and a show, and you know, and a show or a Broadway show, you'd be able to expand this character a little bit more. Give Camilo a song. Give Dolores a song. I want to hear a Camilo song. Like (laughs) that would be amazing. I mean, it doesn't even have to be long. It it could just be a short song. I just want to see. Like, I want to see how they would like do him shape-shifting on stage okay so let me tell you how uh not necessarily that i know how they're gonna do it but this is this is a good approach um there was a horrible musical that was produced during the (laughs) pandemic uh called diana um it was about princess diana it was not that great when it came to like 
how they developed the storyline, uh, which I mean, I'm, I'm like, it was a, you know, real life story. So I don't know why you have a storyline that's different. And, and it's, anyhow, we won't get into that. But they did her costume changes like this. Oh, I've seen a clip so of that. We're talking about a rack of clothes literally rolled and never stopped. It rolled. It's the scene where they're putting her wedding dress on mm. and they're rolling. The rack just rolls in front of Diana and she's in a completely different outfit. And then two people walk in front of her. And now she's on the wedding gown. It was so quick and people had no idea, no idea how it happened. So if they do a movie, that's how they need to do the shape shifting with Camille. Yeah. Yeah. Very possible. Yeah. The Cinderella changing dress. Oh yeah, no, I mean, no, I know possible. Ways. I mean, like, yeah, or even the frozen off. dress. Have you seen this video? Right, oh my yeah, gosh, no, the yes. like they pull it off. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That girl has no luck. I don't know what her name is. But every time, they, let it go. Angle <laughs> 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 and everything. That's oh, how it so is good. in the junior version. Mm-hmm. But, but definitely, but, it has to be a Broadway show. They have that, to. They have gotta to be. But yeah. I mean, but moving on, I mean, we, we will see it on Broadway. Like, we're manifesting that right now. It's, it's going to be on Broadway. Into the universe. <laughs> I like the manifestation. Yeah. But uh, moving on, I mean, past that point, we finally we finally talked about Bruno, even though nobody wanted to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> um, we're finally seeing the house finally get to break down after the whole proposal. And we got the, the whole proposal with Isabella and Mariano, and that kind of failed miserably. Uh, we finally see the vision in front of the whole family and the whole we we talked about it last week with uh with um Augustine and 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 Meribel trying to hide it and Miercoles and trying to hide it from the Lord. <laughs> um, I actually believe that Abuela has not had had not seen the tablet. Um, that's just my opinion. I don't think that anybody saw the tablet. I think that when she asked Bruno to do the vision, mm. he did the vision. He saw the vision. It was changing, so therefore he couldn't give her an answer. And he knew that whatever answer he would give, it would be a problem. So he broke it in his own room and disappeared. Yeah. Um, because Abuela's face, when she sees that tablet that apparently those very small raccoons put together, right. um, <laughs> uh, her face, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just it like. Shook. Like, she was definitely yeah, it was like shook. shocked. Like, she did not. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. Not, I don't think she was prepared. She. She found the person that she was gonna blame. I know that. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Like immediately, like oh, validation. Yep. Right here in this moment. But I mean, that also leads us into Mirabel going into the walls and finding Bruno for the first time, and knock, 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 knock. Yep. Wood. Yep. And Bruno, <laughs> Bruno is giving off hella millennial vibes as well. Yeah, just like, <laughs> we got, yeah, we got Hernando, but we also have like Bruno. Like he was a parkour genius. Apparently, he's been practicing parkour, trying to run through them walls throughout yep, his yep. whole life. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, strong bro. legs, Three strong legs, legs for all those steps. <laughs> you can't play tag with Bruno, bro. Like he, he, he be dipping and dying. It's them calves. It's them calves. Yeah, yes. it's the leg power. Yeah, autumn, yeah. autumn stair, autumn stair steps, and trained him for that for parkour. That's what that was. And we see his real talent and his real gift. He's actor. <laughs> He's an actor. <laughs> he is an actor. I am a member. No I am afraid nothing. of nothing. <laughs> he did. He showed it. Fear nothing. When he put his head headlong through the uh, wall, Bro, through the wall. Was, when the when the house that bucket, was collapsing. That yeah. bucket. That bucket is strong. Yeah, I need seven of those buckets in my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no, yeah. So you see him, you see his struggle. You see that he's still connected with the family in a way. He still sees them, which is pretty sad. He got his own there by the dinner table. He can look at him eat all the time. You know that when they were having the fight and the abuela find out about the the division, you know he was right there on that crack going. Oh, yeah, he was looking. (laughs) Oh, my God. Making his telenovelas with with, with the with mice. The it's, oh, yeah. yeah, it's it, 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 I think oh, it's it's a sad it. look at, at seeing what trauma can do, but um you see you see him kind of go through through the through the emotions, but then somehow here comes Antonio who have talked to all the rats and is <laughs> like I told me the rats told me everything. <laughs> comes in. Well, I mean it's just like. It, it speaks to that 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 theme again of relying on the next generation to help you, right? Like yes. it, 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 it so subtly does. What for the thing? Because Antonio definitely doesn't have any judgment about anybody. Because one, he's no. a five year old innocent boy, but he also is just like, I I trust these animals more than I trust my family because that's all I know. And Marisol, not Marisol, Maribel is literally the closest person I'd have in this whole family because I've been hanging out with her since I was born. So and these are the yeah. only people I trust right now. And you are you're talking to Maribel. So I trust you. Correct. <laughs> if Maribel is talking to the weird men in my walls, sure, I will help. Sure. I will you, give you a yeah, help. Help. I have no idea who you are, but I will help you, sir. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a hard fact. Yeah. And I actually don't think he knew that was Bruno. No. I don't think... I no, think that at the him. end, when he says, oh, so that's Bruno, I think that's actually not him being, a lot of people are like, oh, he was just playing it cool. But I actually think that he had no idea that that was Bruno. He just thought this was like on TikTok, somebody said the wizard that lived in his walls. <laughs> <laughs> no, but definitely, because I mean, I'm, I'm pretty certain the rats don't know Bruno's name. Like they just I know, think, hey, there's this weird man in the wall that like hangs out with us and we just want you to like part. come through and like, hey, you want to talk to him? Because your cousin is in here with him. Like, can you get him out of, can you get him out of our walls? <laughs> he had known that there was a man in his walls and he, that was okay for them to be there. Yeah. Like, like, all right, well, we can talk now because my, I see you right. talking to... I see you talking to the toucan. So, I mean, I, if you can talk to the toucan, I'm going to talk to you. Hey, fam, your cousin is in here with a strange dude. We know him because we be we be acting with him, but, like, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> we hang out with him sometimes. <laughs> we work. The rats are He's like, we need coach. our space. The rats are like, we need our space. Please right. get him out of here. Whatever it takes. Here? Can I come hang out here? <laughs> He's been here for about 10 years. I'm just, just brushing myself in front of him. I, this is this is embarrassing. <laughs> Bathing myself. I just want my wall back. That's all. Like, I, I, he didn't came here and made it his space. I mean, I just want my wall with my family. That's it. Like, if you want to take it back. Um, we only got about five minutes left again because you know we like to talk all three of us. <laughs> well, speed round. You find the vision. You realize that the vision was longer. You realize that that's the way the things are. There is a butterfly that means hope. She sees it. She uh, goes and has to hug her sister. And uh, the, uh, to me, the vision of Maribel of uh, Isabella was actually fulfilled at that moment mm-hmm. because it in was. the song she says he told me that the love. I know he um. He told me that my power would grow and it would I'd be fruitful like the like the grape on the vine or something like that. I'm, I'm yeah, paraphrasing. Yeah, yep. But literally until that point, she could only do flowers or she was only allowed to do flowers. So, you know, if you think of a vine, a vine doesn't have any flowers. A vine is going to have fruits in it. So she was given that vision of you will be doing more than what you think you're going to be doing. And I think that moment when she you know, when she bonded with her sister. Yeah, that's when the vision was fulfilled. Again, these visions are not of to me. These visions are not a what can be and like you can change it. This is more of like here's your future. How are you going to deal with it? And how are you right. going to uh, cope with the or, or how are you going to prepare for it? Right. Um. And so so yeah. It, it, and then you see Abuela 
bringing back that 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 you know stick and like just just being so strong so strong so strong willed with her kids you see Isabella's like recoiling she's like yeah, oh. yeah no, I saw that. And like, like she was having fun, and then all so of a sudden, Abuela says one like, thing. She was free. New. Yeah, like, she was free. She, she was like, like I mean, she even joked. She joked with Verbal, and it was just like, "You're such a bad influence." It was like, "Yes, but for good intentions." Like, you look how happy you are. And if you notice, that room was full of flowers of like yeah. blue and different flowers. The moment Abuela said something, gone. There was no more flowers on the floor. There might have been like a little bit where they were standing, but like no more like quilt of flowers mm. like she recoiled immediately literally and that's when maribel says you are the problem we'll right. never be good enough for you, yeah, well, you and this is shine. when the generational curse stops like, you don't let me be me i don't yeah yes. you don't let me i can't be 100 percent authentic yeah exactly correct exactly. and then the, and then we finally and then we see what happens is that is the house now we finally see the house break down and literally is break down like Yes. Like that that's it, it honestly showed like Maribel being the house like her her emotional breakdown towards Abuela was the physical breakdown of Casita and we lose the candle we're all crying there's no more candle there's there no, no more candle. candle so the magic did not come from the candle I keep saying that and I will say it forever the magic right. I know it sounds cheesy the magic comes from them from right. who they are who they're going to be and who they're going to grow to be because at the end who has the power Maribel. Maribel, she opens the door and the casita comes back. Let's talk about how Maribel is a 14-year-old architect. Yeah, we'll, yeah. <laughs> I think we'll that she just knew the house so well. Like whatever, she all the intricate. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, give me the recipe to a good cement mix. She got the blueprint. Yeah, no, it was cut. It was cut. The blueprints were from that cut. That's what that was. Yeah. It was imprinted. I want to sit down with Maribel and I want her to tell me the ratio of cement to water that you need to do <laughs> the foundation. Oh, look at this home. I like the new foundation, bitch. The house is going to fall apart in two days. She didn't have to build all the extra rooms. The, uh, the bricks that had like the, the tiles that had the butterfly like cut out of them that they were laying in there at the end. Yeah, like, yeah. And you don't have the strength of Louisa, and somehow all these people now they're all like, "Oh, we, they all strong. We know what to do. We know how to do right. it. We're, we're plumbers. We're we can actually do the work for ourselves now." <laughs> you mean you could have been doing that, this the whole time? My and eighteen that might years be life. It. That might be it. It might be that oh, right. they allowed the town to show their talents, and there were some builders in the group. So it might <laughs> that might be it. That might be it. But then we see we see how Casita greets her. We finally see her face on the door and then somehow this amazing music by um by carlos vives starts again yep, that accordion yep. that i love so oh, much yeah. and so, <laughs> i sounded like scuttle my bad <laughs> but uh but no it's just to see the fact that abuela could come to the terms of saying you know what i am wrong which it doesn't happen in latin american culture i am wrong and i am sorry um, you know, this home is not perfect, but neither are we. And so like all these little things are just so, so important for generational, for breaking a generational curse. Mm -hmm. um, and we see how the new generation should be working together with the old generation 
to be able to break those 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 traumas and those bonds of 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 what tradition, right? What they say tradition. Yeah, and, and and that's right. what I really hope that you know parents and children get out of this movie because I think that like for sure when two different audiences view this film, and when I say two different audiences, I'm thinking when parents bring their kids to go watch this film, it, it really is that it creates that opportunity for growth yep. and learning and understanding conversation. And that like you know that they can't they don't have to have all the answers right like and, and you can work with learn from your children and grow with your children so that one you can grow your family because i think right. that's like what abuela's and goal is like from the beginning mm-hmm. is like yes she's trying to save her family make sure that it continues uh when she's gone and, and yeah. she, she finally learned that she can rely on mirabelle to do that but not without but there's more than one way to um I don't, I don't like the traditional saying um more than one way to skin, skin a cat, a cat. <laughs> uh I, I like to say there's more than one way to build a bench uh so it's it's one of those things where you can actually see that you know yeah you wanted to save the family you wanted to protect the family but your way is not necessarily the way that it needs to be done um and so again she's gonna pass i'm not trying to be morbid but she's gonna pass away she's not eternal uh so she's gonna end up passing away and maribel is the one who's gonna have to take the reins with her new way of you know leading this family and hopefully we'll see that in that disney plus show that they're teasing that they're gonna give us of, of encanto uh, we'll see that leadership uh, arise from Maribel. You might even see that in the Broadway production because, like, they're gonna have to fill some time. I mean, it's it's an hour well, and a half. Movie, like right? I said, you they, want they, them to kill Abuela on the Broadway show, child? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Lynn already did it within the Heights, so I mean, he he won't be. They're he gonna won't kill the Abuela before the intermission. <laughs> <laughs> we go through the whole oh, movie God. before intermission, and I then we get saying, to. Yeah, we gotta learn to, to, to live under <laughs> another visual for another Abuela. That's called the sequel. Right. Around the side of the show. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but we can definitely go on and on. Go on and on. Uh, what we're gonna do now is take we a quick. We did break. it though. We did, we did it. it. We friends. talked we about Bruno. It. I'm proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what we're gonna do now is take a quick break. You're gonna hear a word from my sponsor, Anchor, and then we'll be right back with the weekly blurb. Be right back, guys. It's time for the Weekly Blur! <laughs> and we are back. And we're back. <laughs> Not with that, uh, that doo-doo-doo, but okay. That sounds now. Yeah. <laughs> I still forever want, like, I wish we had, like, the soundboard here. Because that would be fun. I just need that to, like, get my head, like, in the... Of there mind. is an app. There is an app that you can download different sounds and memes and like you know like the bing bong, and then you can actually have it on your iPad and you can just click it. I need that. Well, you have iPad. I'm gonna do it. I'll have an iPad. Yeah, I would love. I'd lo- that'd just be fun for me. Just... Good job. But you just spill your Pepsi. Party foul. Party foul in the studio. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Your soda. Sorry. <laughs> My soda. Oh wow. This is. <laughs> this is not a rag <laughs> so i love the fact that we're talking about how we'll get there and we'll have a soundboard and you just hand in hand him some gym shorts to drive a rag. of soda 
Or the fact that if there was a soundboard there, he would have just spilled. <laughs> I just want to say that this is the most. All of the above. This is There's the most cis, straight male thing that has ever happened. Like, oh, you should know, oh, I've cleaned Where's things. Where's the nearest, like, <laughs> nearest cloth? I don't think that's. I, I, I've done that before. I've done that with socks. Like, oh, I feel right. something. And I just take a sock gonna, off and I clean it. I'm not very, I'm not very much a, a tidy. Uh, what is that? Tidy? A tidy gay. <laughs> we'll just say it's a man thing to use like the nearest cloth thing uh yeah. to clean something it's felt product i mean i know some women who would do that too so all right Fair enough. you're like all right well you win i guess it's just a personality trait it's just people <laughs> just people damn it okay. yeah people <laughs> we're just dirty we dirty <laughs> yes sure yeah we are aliens sure all right the weekly blurb. Well, y'all know what time it is. It's we'll time get there. The weekly blurb where we go ahead and tell y'all some fun facts or some new information that the may re- segment of our show. Exactly. And uh, who's going to start off this week? I guess I'll go first. What? I went first last week. I went first last. I'll week. go first, guys. I'll go first. I'm. You know what? I'm part of this family now. I live. I live in your walls, just like Bruno. So here we go. Here we go. Knock, knock, knock. Knock on wood. Um. So, um. Uh. Let's see. Let's see. So, before I plug my own stuff in, um, I watch. I finally watch Eternals. So go watch Eternals. It's great. Um, I know that's kind of you know behind or whatever. I think we can plug anything, right? Is that is that right? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. We love the turtles. Both of you are looking at me like I was just. Who's that? Like, what is he doing? Um, so no, so Eternals. Um, I think is going to be uh, a great introduction to the Fantastic Four. Um, and uh, watch it with that in mind. So watch it in mind that Galactus might be somebody who might be stand to judge later on. Uh, think of, uh, you know, like now there is some connection between the Asgardians and the Celestials. So think about all of that when you're watching it and it'll be much, a much better um, movie to watch. Um, and then the other thing that I would like to plug in is my podcast is starting in February. It's called Look Who's Tucking with Sharon Cox. Uh, we're going to be talking about being in the middle um, you know, being, being from different intersections in life. Uh, and I'm going to have different guests and we're going to be talking about the struggles of, you know, people who meet different lifestyles and who meet different, um, cultures and, you know, uh, interracial couples, uh, being dual, um, what's the word dual race, I guess. I don't, I, I don't know what the word is. Biracial. Biracial. Why did I say dual race? Biracial is such an easy word. It works. <laughs> I'm not offended. You're good. But, um, but yeah, so like, and then like I talked about last week was me being both Colombian and Venezuelan and being uh, grown up in a Christian home, but I also don't do Christian things anymore. I'm a drag queen and um, I'm gay, but I was grow up, I was, you know, raised to be straight and all this kind of stuff. So the podcast will talk about all these different things. Um, so you can tune in. Uh, don't, it's going to be every Monday um on uh starting in february and i'm gonna have some special guests from grupo strack race some special guests local special guests psychologists wow. um i'm just trying to you know open the repertoire um and you can find it anywhere you can listen to your podcast especially on anchor and spotify and apple music look who's stuck in awesome excellent who's stuck in? excellent With Sharon oh, yeah. Cox. i will be i will be at this my list of podcasts to be listening to in the future and uh, I'm, I'm just thankful i'll have a, a- a podcast to replace lip work while I work. <laughs> there we go. I'm just always happy to support. 
Like not like we got rap and blurs I've got over here. But. Well, that I listen to that every week, regardless. <laughs> I like to listen, you know, for perspective. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> All right, go, Miriam. You go. Oh, oh I forgot I was supposed to. I, was I supposed, love the popcorn. I, 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 I suppose uh, last time we did popcorn, so I realized I didn't give it to anybody else. So Miriam, it's your turn. There you go. Okay, I'll go. Um, apologies for my sound last week. I you should be able to hear me on the mic now. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the fall for that. I think I unplugged my mic at some point last week, and that's why it stopped working. Anyway, um, my blurb. <laughs> This week is go to YouTube and check out Jack Harlow's interview with Narwhal. Thank you. I always say Narwhal. Narwhal. I was like, when you said Narwhal, I was like, he bought, did he buy like the the mythological (laughs) animal? Is that that mythological? Narwhal. Narwhal. The narwhal is real. Oh, (laughs) which one is the one that's mythological? No, no, none of them. Just, yeah, they're real. I'm stupid. Okay, bye. I'm (laughs) muting my microphone. Bye. I I understand why you thought that they were mythological. They sound mythological. They have a horn and they're water animals. Okay, continue. Continue, Miriam. It's freaky and it's a pretty horn, too. Um, No, it's a really good interview. It's very personal. It touches really heavily on Louisville, Kentucky. And um, yeah, he, you know, brings homage to a lot of local, from, a lot of artists from New Orleans, uh, New Orleans from Louisiana, Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. God, it is Sunday. Um, all, the, all, all the places. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's really, it's, it's good to see as a fan, uh, the humble behavior that is Jack Harlow. And I love his interviews. Um, you know, this was something he had been wanting to do forever since he was a kid. And so to like finally see him do it. Um, it's really nice. So as a fan or somebody who does isn't familiar with Jack Harlow at all, it's a really good introduction interview to him as an artist because um, I really appreciate him. I'm wearing my creme de la creme t- uh, sweatshirt as we speak. So check out. So does, does he interview a narwhal? I'm still confused about the whole yeah, narwhal. Nar- <laughs> Nardwar is an interviewer. He- Nardwar. Yeah, he interviews uh, different rappers and uh, music uh, musical talents and mm-hmm. he does like hella research on these on each guest and like mm-hmm. he will like ask you questions like hey do you remember your second grade teacher or like he'll say a name and the person be like their second grade teacher that they haven't even thought of in like years it's like how do you know that like nice like he'll find like stories from these people too and like do you remember the time that you left like a i don't know like left a chicken finger in your friend's backpack as a as a prank and it'll just throw them off no, like it'll yeah. throw off the guests because it's like wait no i did that when i was like eight how do you know that how do you know that it's ridiculous yeah. dude's talented dude's very talented he what does, he does. he's a great reporter so yeah it was like he does his research very well and it's like it, it's amazing his interviews are like it's also like a really pivotal point for an artist to get a nardwar interview anyway like it, it, it's um a, it established this them as like a pretty big in my opinion like an up-and-coming or like a, a already a big star as it is yeah um it's a really it's 20 minutes uh it's a good it's a good watch that's all popcorn jeremy oh Ooh. <laughs> right oh uh, all right pop, pop. Pop, pop. <laughs> all right but um pop pop my- <laughs> hell yeah pop, pop. hell yeah <laughs> Come on, Jane. Do your do your story. You better. <laughs> now, Papa is listening. 
Is is Winnie the Pooh still like? Uh... Yes, yeah, still. <laughs> no. So, I'm gonna let him tell your story, and then I'm gonna tell you why and how we're probably gonna get in trouble. Continue, continue with your story. I'll tell you about Winnie the Pooh later. <laughs> okay, so I guess my my weekly blurb is just a little continuance of the uh, the conversation of Encanto, and gonna uh, go on IMDb and pull up some fun facts, a little trivia from the movie, and what happened behind the scenes of the movie. So. Just name off a couple of those and we can talk about them for like a good two minutes. Um, I guess the first one, which I found really intriguing, according to the character designer, uh, Dylan Ekron, the artist had to fight for Louisa to be buff. They didn't want oh, her yeah, to be yeah. buff at all. Yeah. They didn't want her to be big. They, want her they didn't want her to be, yeah, they didn't want her to be strong. Yeah. I mean, they wanted her to be strong. They didn't want her to be physically fit. Yeah, um, they wanted to still keep that like Disney princess look on her as well as that it would have not it would have not worked at all it was, yeah I can't imagine that working well for her character I mean like the voice of the character as well as with like the, the character yeah, and also the representation the representation that femininity is not one type you know what I right. mean right right and like she's and like I'm glad I drip, that they got, I know I they glow like, what's yeah. up right. how are you gonna have like a song about someone that knows they glow when it's like stereotypical glow, you know what I mean? Correct, correct. Yeah, but um, next one. Most of the Latin voices are from Colombian-born or Colombian descent actors. Mm-hmm. So, Beautiful. We you keep it in the in the maybe we'll realm. Keep, maybe they'll. Uh, I wonder if anybody from the movie will be in the Broadway production. I hope. Well, a lot of the older, a lot of the characters who play kids are older actors. Because it's right. voiceover, so I don't think that would work. Right. Sorry to burst your bubble, sir. Well, I was thinking for I, I'm really <laughs> mostly thinking for Mirabelle. From a, no, because she's supposed to. Be no, Mirabelle is um the girl from um Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. But how old is Mirabelle? Like 15. fourteen. So, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. They're all. Isabella for is like. eighteen. Like you know. No, that was Isabella is eighteen. Oh. They could cast that entire musical from TikTok. No, Isabella is twenty one. Luisa is eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mainly just because I say that mainly just because there are so many people. All the people on TikTok are like right, right, yeah. and are talented too. Great yeah. cosplay. Let's see. Let me do two more. Bruno was originally going to be named Oscar, but his name was changed to better fit the song lyrics. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no. We don't talk about Oscar, Scar, Scar. Oh, yeah, no, that would have worked out. <laughs> you know, Oscar, he looks like an Oscar. I'd say he he looks like an Oscar, but well, Bruno. Bruno Oscar is his middle name. We're we going to put it there. Um, i give you a little bit more trivia that you didn't know about before. My grandfather's name was Bruno. Hey. Oh. Yeah, cool. His name actually uh, was Bruno Emilio Torres, which sounds like he was part of the mafia. But um, Bruno Emilio Torres, and he never went by Bruno. He hated that name. So he went by Emilio Torres, and that's my middle name. My man, my middle name is Emilio. So yeah, yeah. Emilio. His name was Bruno. <laughs> what did you say? Emilio. Emilio Estevez. Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of Charlie Chin. Continue. I'm sorry. Keep going. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do two more. See the move. This movie, Encanto, and Ryan the Last Dragon marks the first time in Disney history that two human female protagonists from two different Disney animated canon films have first appeared uh, first appeared within the same year. So basically, two Disney movies that came out in the same year, female yeah. protagonists. Wow! Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! First time and POC. Yeah, everybody and yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Raya being Southeast Asian and Colombian. 
You know, I, it's interesting because of like the uh, the because of Disney Plus and how like the movies are, are are airing. I definitely forget that Encanto was a movie. Time is was not it? a construct, <laughs> right? I forget that Encanto wasn't that part. But Raya was a was a Disney Plus release. It wasn't um a theater. It, 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 it didn't do a theatrical release. That was when we were still like high into the. It was at yeah. the beginning of the year. But yeah, I forget so that Encanto was a theatrical release and not just a Disney Plus yeah. release. Yeah. yeah. And last one. Little multi uh, trivia, and this song "Surface Pressure." When Louisa sings about the ship that doesn't swerve, the donkeys are playing violins in the background, spoofing a scene yeah. from Titanic. Yep. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> those donkeys were. They, they have a fan them. base now, guys. I the told Miriam that I want to do a yeah. couple's costume where she's Louisa and I'm a donkey. Uh, <laughs> the burros have now a TikTok like fan base where they do they they edit the videos of just the burros just the donkeys dancing and doing the whole they grew bro they grew those are some of the smoothest it's the donkeys sh- yeah it's the, shoulder. it's the shoulders and like the the body it's roll their personality the fact that when she broke that rock they just take a step back and maribel is like no, don't leave me and the donkeys are like uh-uh we know her. Uh-uh. <laughs> it just carried us from like across the way. I, mm-mm. Mm-mm. We're not going to mess with her. Yeah, but, uh, Louisa, the donkeys got out again. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, yeah, some, some, some fun facts. If you want to look up some more fun facts, check it out on IMDB or we can share some more on our uh, on our pages. And uh, I guess I'll automatically popcorn it to Jay because he's the last one. Happy to, happy to round us out. And uh, I've got some fun thing just a fun thing to share. Um, there's some new content coming our way. Um, I don't think it'll be released. I could, I couldn't find a release date, but it's in the works. Um, two of my favorite groups of people uh, are working together to make a movie. It's Kendrick Lamar and the creators of South Park, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Um, the movie I think is going to be one of honestly the more important films of our generation and i mean that because of like the comedic nature of it and like what it's going to call attention to it's the first movie that um hasn't been a south park movie that trey parker and matt stone have done since team america uh which is a horrendous oh, so it's not going to be south park style no, no. it's a live action it's okay be a live i was like film. how is that even going to I ha- there's no title for the film yet, but it's going to be about a young man who is a black man and he's dating a white girl and he works in a live reenactment his like museum, like his history museum, where he plays a slave. <laughs> cringe. And he finds out that his girlfriend's family's ancestors used to own his ancestors. <laughs> Escándalo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and like, dude, like, this is like, I, I mean, I'm a biracial man. So this is kind of something that like I I, I think about is like, oh well, maybe my ancestors owned another part of my ancestors. And I think it's like it's a whole commentary that's like yeah. not often talked about, but like kind of joked about in certain circles. Like we've definitely heard thought about this idea like once or twice for between, you know. I mean, interracial relationships. Like, you think about this. Like, they're pretty friggin' prevalent. Have you seen, this is just a problematic photo shoot, but I kind of made it around. It was a white girl and a black man getting married. 
mm-hmm. in their engagement photos. I bet they were. Were of her being his owner. Oh, <gasps> yep. Yep. No, yes. no, I have not. That that Disgusting. man don't love himself. What? Disgusting. Like, I mean, like those it, are their it, engagement photos. I mean, like it's like when we were kids, like going to the cotton f- field for a friggin' for elementary school, like for a field trip, and like I'll keep it's gonna be one of those movies that. I mean, you got Kendrick Lamar and like his production team on it. You got uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. They're hilarious. Like they know how to push. They know how to spin something like this. And I think that this story is going to be very entertaining. I think it's going to spark a lot of controversy, which I'm really looking forward to because I think good comedy does that. And yeah, exactly. (laughs) Very well, very funny. And I'm looking forward to it. So uh, be on the lookout for this film. I don't. There is no name for it, as far as I could find. Yeah. Usually, when it's like when if they announce stuff like that, it's gonna probably be about two or three years before we actually see something. True, true. So, yeah. but it's a fun thing Look to be on. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun thing to uh, come into your uh, black mirrors. Pictures. This. Oh God. Oh, he's in chains. Oh, you found him? Yeah, he's in chains, and she's in like an antebellum dress, like a white. Like a well, listeners and viewers who are going to watch this podcast, we are not going to show you, and you got to look it up on your own. Oh yeah, no, okay. no, 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 we don't support that. It's <laughs> called a cottage core engagement photo shoot. Go to Google and look up cottage core. <laughs> don't ask an interracial. Don't forget that part. But yeah, uh, but other than that, we appreciate everybody for listening to the podcast. Uh, we appreciate you guys for for sharing. We appreciate you for coming back on with us. Yeah, always. We love you. Listen. I talk too much, and I know that. I run the time. I know that. Oh, this is, this but if you want to have me back, I would love to be back. Oh, <laughs> we don't have to talk about Encanto. We don't have to talk about Encanto. <laughs> I enjoy it. Thank you so much, guys. Seriously, this time with you guys, it's a lot of fun. And especially this past week that I had, a, uh, it, this is the highlight of my week. You guys have uh, made me laugh and made me forget about my illness. My illness. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, we hope that you you are, I know you're on the road to getting better, but we hope that everything is good within the next 24 to 48 hours. However I hope so too. Thank you. <laughs> but we appreciate the listeners and viewers for listening to our podcast. Uh, Jay, well, Sharon, where can the people find you? They can find me on social media everywhere. They No, no, that's not the script for that. That's the one for the podcast. You can find me everywhere uh, under Sharon Cox. That is S-H-A-R-O-N-C-O-C-X. C-O-C-X. Uh, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and on YouTube under that name. Yeah. And guys, make sure you look forward to it comes out in February. Look who's tugging with Sharon Cox. And uh, Jay, where can the people find us? You can be friends with us on Facebook at Blurred Survival Guide. You can add us on Instagram at Blurred Survival Guide, at TikTok and Twitter at Blurred Guide, or you can find us at our personals. Mine is at JDub0283. I'm at JerryBear3295. Remember, you can shop with us on Redbubble. You can get this fabulous shirt that I'm wearing, plus all the other merch that we got with hats and posters and stickers and stickers and yeah, and definitely you'll magnets. See yeah, magnets, <laughs> all that, all that jazz, and uh, also on YouTube, you can you can hear all of our podcasts and you can see the stuff on here as well. And other than that, keep surviving, everybody. Let's do things all. Step into the spotlight, survival industry.
like fire, little street.